fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Habner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile Wolf back. What's going on? Your boy, the Wolf of Rotary Street, RotaryStreetJournal.com, because we breed and feed you fantasy wolves. Here with the first ever RSJ rookie draft. We started this dynasty league last year, and we got, as you can see there at the bottom, a bunch of the RSJ crew here live to talk through our rookie draft as we do it. So I cannot wait. You can see all the people we got, Emery, Chase Market, Gaines, Snow Deal, Toons, The Duck, the defending champion, and we might get some other guests as we go here. So we cannot wait to bring you this action. I know a lot of you guys have maybe already done your rookie drafts, but some of you guys might still be holding out. So this will give you another fresh take, an updated take on some rookie rankings. I actually updated my rookie ranks today. I've not published them quite yet because I don't want these a-holes stealing from me. Uh, not that they probably want to anyways after last year's draft, but we will see. So thank you, crew, for joining me today. We'll kind of go back and forth as you get on the clock. If it's your pick, I'll uh, unmute you. If you have something to say, they'll put it in the private chat, and we'll have you guys jump on in. We got CJ jumping in here at the last minute as well. So thank you all for joining. Uh, we'll just kind of get fired up. But before we get going, we had a blockbuster trade right before the draft started that we have to break down. I'll have to have my man Duck explain the defending champ here. Sending over, if I I, oop, I just removed the duck rather than unmuted him. Here he is. He's back again. You'll hear that uh, Southern Preacher voice over there in a second. But sending Cam Akers and g give us, what was the deal, duck? Tell us the trade and why you did it, and, and we'll see who you're targeting in just a second. Oop, one minute. Let me pull that thing right up. There it was. It was with Tino. Uh, I sent him Akers and 108 to get the rights to the 102 and Tyler Higby. I'm skinny and tight end, and I just needed some depth and some upside at the position. I'm rolling with TJ Hawkinson, and I've got Mo Alley-Cox, Gerald Everett, another high uh, upside tight end. And I wanted to add Tyler Higby to just to really make sure I'm not ever hurting at that position. You know how Hawkinson, he's good. Sometimes sometimes great whenever you've got him out there, but he has uh, found his way on the pine a lot. And I don't trust Mo Alley-Cox. He's just a dart throw guy. So I needed someone else I could throw out there like Higby and Gerald Everett. And I'm still pretty pretty loaded at running back. I've still got Zeke, Fournette. I've got my boy Elijah Mitchell, and I've got quality depth like Melvin Gordon there. I know that a whole bunch of them are farting dust at this point in dynasty terms, but – I still have plenty to work with, so I was very comfortable shipping Acres off to get basically the second best pick in the draft, unless a crazy, crazy thing happens. I know who's going 101, but we won't spoil the fun. In which case, you probably wouldn't even be too mad if that guy doesn't go 101 and falls to you, so oh. we will have to kick this draft off and see who Duck was imagining, but Acres positive reports coming out that he's catching a lot more balls this year, 100% healthy which is still, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it after he averaged, what, 2.3 yards per carry. Last year didn't look nearly as explosive as where we saw. Maybe he's back, maybe he's not. I didn't hate the deal, depending on we go. But let's start this draft here. Wait, hold uh, on a second. Yeah. Um, 
He said farting dust is a dynasty term, or is that just a duck term? I've never heard that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes to both. <laughs> Apparently, if you're old, you fart dust in, in, uh, exactly. in the south down there. I love it. Uh, we're gonna. I, I'm gonna hit the start draft button. If nobody else has any complaints, it looks like we're all here. So let's do it. <laughs> and D'Lo is on the clock. D. Lorenzo, a new addition, adopting the just horrendous team of Nat Jones. <laughs> the truth could not hang in Dynasty. But hold up, D'Lo ain't on the clock. Oh, yeah, we got to trade. That's right. <laughs> so that's right, Dane. You traded for the 101 here. So as you're, you, you know, you got your minute and two minutes here. Why don't you talk about who you're going, what trade did you, you made, and, and why you did it? Um, so it was, uh, it was shared in the, the pre-rookie analysis article that came out today. Um, was, I imagine it was tweeted out, too. Uh, if you didn't catch that, it was my deal with, Jackson and I can try and bring that up. So if just as a, it's definitely a talking point. Oh yeah. And um, you know we kind of got. I I feel like anyone looks at it, you could kind of you can go both ways on it. Let me see if I can find it after I do this. There we go. Brees Hall, the, the rock one hundred and one for most people. As you select, and as you said, as you're pulling up the deal, that team, that, that whole article, great article, by the way, on RotorStreetJournal.com. Again, we read and feed you fantasy wolves. Trying to pump up our dynasty content. I saw a couple thumbs up already come in. So if you're tuned in here live, please consider giving us that thumbs up, helping us get out to more people and continue to grow. Uh, but Dane references a great article he wrote, calling me a nice middler. I appreciate the compliment there uh, on the draft. And you're apparently Hold a contender, on, and it starts maybe with Brees Hall. So what was the deal? You've been wheeling and dealing all around. So maybe tell us a little bit about what you've been wheeling dealing as we kind of get tailback Tino on the clock here. Let us know what you've been up to, Dane, in this league. Well, let me just uh, check this out here. Or if, let me see if I can do it from memory here. I, I got the 1-1 one, one from Jackson. Let's move along. I got to find this because there's a lot of moving pieces. I don't want to get it wrong. Fair enough. Once you find it, you let us know. We'll talk about got it. Got it. Got it. I know Lamar Jackson was involved. I know Allen Robinson, right? Yes. So here's here's everything. I sent Jackson Barrett. Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, Mark Andrews, Amari Cooper, and my last of my four 2023 firsts that I had at the end of last season. And I got the 101. And then I got Dak Prescott, Allen Robinson, Noah Fant, 2023 second, 2024 third. And do you say, is it Kene Nwangwu? Is that how you say it? <laughs> Might be. I have no idea. Good question. <laughs> yeah, I could be wrong there, but um, yeah, I know it's a lot of moving pieces. You know, role plays a plays a you know uh, situation plays a big role in trades. So a lot of times, especially with something with so many pieces like this, um, I think value wise, a lot of people would go with the Lamar side. Um, as far as my situation, you know, I thought it was worth it, and. Um, I don't know. I, we could probably go back and forth all day about who won, if it was a fair trade or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here if anybody wants to roast me about it. I'm fine with it. I could definitely see how it could go wrong. Yeah, I'm not a huge Lamar fan myself, so I don't even hate the deal on your end. And I do love A-Rob. I think he's still got a few great years left in him, especially coming to the Rams. So I was 
I know I roasted you just to roast you. I like to do that, but I actually, after looking at it in hindsight, I didn't mind the deal. And certainly if, if Brees Hall ends up being what we expect, I don't, but duck, you go Kenneth Walker here at two kind of shocking us here. You know, I, I assumed you were like in Drake London. That's what I texted you earlier. Nice deal. Go get London up there, but no, you, you go Kenneth Walker and snow deal talking some trash in the chat too which I'm also a fan of. So let's hear your take, Duck. Let's hear what you say, Snow Deal. And two, feel free to make your pick at any point. Well, as we all know, I uh, my youngest running back is Elijah Mitchell. Who straight missed, what, yes, continue on. Games. He missed, what, six games last year? Mitchell? Yeah, yeah, something like that. He's my youngest running back I have on my roster. I have Zeke Fournette. You you see where I'm going with this. I need somebody oh, the dust to farters, as you call them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, those little dust farters. I needed somebody that was uh, younger and had year two upside. Even though I'm still thinking that he's possibly in a committee for two years. Motherfucker. Yeah. But, fuck. Wow. Uh, it sounds like he wasn't going to make it to me anyways. But I wanted Olave real bad at six. Here comes but, yeah. Jimbo with the steal of the draft. You think Olave's the steal of the draft? No, Jimbo's about to get him. Oh, come on. No, Drake London at three is the steal of the draft. A prototypical Alpha X, number one. And then we see Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London all going off here. I was clearly oh. mistaken. Well, if you have the chance for the steal of the draft. I, I wonder who you're referencing, but I am not a Traylon Burks fan myself. Oh, heavens no. He's referencing Kenny Pickett. Exactly. How did you yeah. know? Brian Robinson. I'm sure. Uh, but, man, I was I was really hoping for Olave. I know, CJ, you said what the fuck, but you weren't going to get him. He wasn't going to make it past me at six. I actually bumped him up to number three today behind Drake London, behind Brees Hall, ahead of Kenneth Walker. So, again, Duck, I don't know what the hell you're thinking there. Not a fan at all of that pick. But I love the value you got on Olave and Drake London. I think Garrett Wilson, a nice, safe pick for Jimbo. I would have probably gone him there, too. I don't I don't like any of these guys. So I wonder who Duck's referencing as the steal of the draft. But I am gonna go with Jamo. Oh uh, man. That guy's the, <laughs> the guy we were all talking about after that mock draft that he was Exactly. The guy CJ got at eleven that we yeah. all realized uh, couldn't be the thing. What was that noise, by the way? It was oh wow. What what the hell is that? I don't know. Can you shut that off? <laughs> I, I hope to never hear that noise again. <laughs> That's sleeper. Oh, yeah. they just do that after every pick? Or? I guess so. If, if you're the person picking, yeah, it does that. I had to mute mine. Oh, it's atrocious. I'm, I don't want yeah, to hear I'm that. Yeah, muted it too. Again. No, it's um, when you reach. Yeah. To me, though, I so, Doc, is Jamison Williams the, the steal of the draft you're referencing? Absolutely. He's got the most upside of anybody in the draft. I don't even think that's up for debate. I agree. Mm. Remember we had Mike Tannenbaum on uh, not too long ago. He said, you know, Garrett Wilson would be his pick for the immediate impact at receiver, but Jamison Williams – the, the truly special speed in this class, the Tyree kill level explosion. I, I'm with you as a project. I unfortunately have a roster that could use an injection of immediate usable upside. But by the end of this year, I could see Jamison going in the top two rounds of every dynasty draft as that next great receiver. So I, I don't mind it at all as a project. Maybe I am starting to move towards a, a 2023 type of rebuild though. And I might have to sell off my, my Rogers and Kirk cousins for anybody that might be interested here. Let me know if you're uh, desperate for a QB. Zenos, looking at you. Uh, if you're if you're even tuned in, he doesn't have the uh, the green light. CJ, will you text Zenos? Make sure he knows the draft's going on. Hold on, I'm trying. I just tried to do my pick on the computer, and it's not working. One second. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you only got 25 seconds. So, 
Um, Dotson. Interesting, CJ. Wait, what? Oh, my God. Oh, did you, do we need a oh, pause? You, tra thing? you traded with D-Lo, didn't you? So you're not up till pick 11 anyways. Oh, why did uh, I? Oh, okay, that just screwed me up. You're, you're the <laughs> oh yes, man yeah, doesn't even know yeah. his own pick spot. No, I know. I have, I, have, well, I was confused for a second seeing my name up at the top. Yeah, it's my first time doing a rookie draft too. So that's when like I was talking trash about D'Lo at number one, and then Dane was like, "No, that's me." So now we know those those little underneath bear. Um, those those tell us who's actually picking underneath. So you're not up for a little bit, CJ. Who who yeah, are you? Cool. I guess we'll we'll wait. So then uh, Tailback Tino getting Traylon Burks. Maybe a steal, maybe not. I know Snowdeal, you're a huge fan of of Traylon Burks. What are your wow. thoughts on him following? Oh, God. Uh, eight's crazy. Dotson. And I feel like every rookie draft I've done so far, I've done six. I haven't seen him go past five. So I know we got some weird oddballs in this, in this league. So <laughs> I thought Alave at four was kind of different, too. I love the pick. What what had you so high on Traylon Burks? Why is he this lock that should have been in the top five? Because I, I have him at seven on my rookie big board. Not a huge fan myself. So I like big wide receivers. He's fast. He's game speed. He can beat separation. He is crazy after with the ball in his hands, yard after catch. Uh, he torched. I know Alabama's cornerbacks weren't as great, but he torched Alabama. He's played SEC ball for three years. Like, I'm I, I had more stuff like written down. I, had, I have stats, but they're not right here in front of me. But we don't need that. This is this is right now. He's just, he's got the dog in him. Who needs those numbers? Yeah, he's got the dog in him while he huffs and puffs on the sideline like a pug. He's got the pug got in asthma. him. Asthmatic, just puffing and puffing his lungs out over there. I I, I don't know. Guy can't stay on the field already. I mean, I'm not a big fan of uh, Traylon Burks before this draft. They just. There's so many gadget plays and so much stuff that maybe they'll drop for him in the NFL if he can even stay on the field. But playing behind Austin Hooper at this point doesn't Still sound – the draft is CJ made. with Sky Moore at 12. Sky Moore at 12 goes to CJ. Yeah, so let's just recap the uh, first round as we get to the, the top of round two. It went Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, two backs at the top, then Drake London. I, I, Papa Toon's getting a steal right there in my opinion. Should be the number two, maybe even 101 if you needed a receiver. I think he's going to be like a job. We'll keep going. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams going four, five, six. Then uh, D'Lo draft and Jahan Dotson. I wish he was here to tell us about what's going on there. He has been electrifying in camp, all these good reports. And I, speaking of who has the dog in him, I think Dotson has way more dog in him than Traylon Burks. Uh, but he goes at number eight, still, a, a, as you said, usually going top five in most drafts. So we'll see there. Pickett going to Jimbo Slice. Uh, right after there, this is a two QB league. So that seems to make sense. The only QB going in round one uh, right now, James Cook going to Kendall at pick 10 tailback Tino, then taking Christian Watson, potential number one for Aaron Rodgers If he can actually get his routes down and struggling with drops early in camp, who knows sky Moore going to 12 to CJ. And now we are back to the top of the draft with Rashad white fallen to, I believe D now back at the top there. And now tailback Tino, or no, Papa Toon's going at 102. So, CJ, you took Sky Moore, and you got told you got the steal to draft. Do you agree with that? What, what do you think about Sky Moore there? I mean, I mean those, are, those are lofty words. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you're just the best player available to me. So, I just went with them. Great offense. Tons of targets are available now. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm, right now, I'm in the rebuilding mode since I sold my entire team this offseason. So, um 
since you got destroyed for Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> the worst trade of the entire league. <laughs> hey, no comment about that right now. But um, yeah, so I mean, I feel fine about it, but it's not like it's going to do anything for me this season, anyways. Yeah. And I, I do like the this guy more upside. You thought it was a steal the draft snow deal. What'd you like about it? Oh, if I unclick Kenneth Walker, the whole draft. <laughs> Thank you, Emery, for the. Uh, I was I, just, I was wondering I, how I. I just I think like he it. fell. How do he just I? Kept falling. <clears throat> how do I make the whole thing light up? Um. It's like showing one two, but yeah, he did fall for a while. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to make this all show light up. But, yeah, I, I mean, I like the – here, maybe if I click everybody. No. This is – a this I've never seen this. Share draft board. I don't know. Is that better? No. <laughs> oh, it looks a little better. You think that looks better? It's, it's tough to see. What do I have to click? <clears throat> Tunes, I don't like. You. Ah, there we go. There we go. All right. I don't like you. I don't like your face. <laughs> Glad so I didn't trade for a mid-second. Why, why are you uh, – oh, I'm, I'm up too. But while I'm making my selection here, why are you pissed at Tunes over there, Duckling? Well, I saw where the draft was falling, and I sent him a trade offer trying to snag the 2-2 two, two, and 2-3. Two, <laughs> you saw who he got at 2-3. You knew I was going for him. Of course you were. Yeah. Check out 2-2, two, two, though. Was, I'm really two, two, that he some got guy, some guy exactly projected him at 106. <laughs> Do what at 106? Don't to interrupt, sorry. So why did you want Damian Pierce so bad? Oh, you already know how I feel about him. <laughs> I wrote that banger on him describing how he he may be behind Marlon Mack early, but by the end of the year he'll be the horse for the Texans and he'll be producing quality numbers. And his upside is, as I put it, like the next Alvin Kamara. He doesn't need high usage, but he'll ball out and produce. And I have Mac to start the season. Okay. I don't love the spot I'm in, by the way. I, yeah, <laughs> you have what? What did you say, Tunes? Said I have Marlon Mack to start the season. Ah, oh, you got the whole nothing like locking down the explosive backfield of the Houston Texans. What an touches offense. touches. <laughs> what an <laughs> offense to be all the way in on. Man, I don't touches. love this pick. I'm. I'm going Alec Pierce, wow. and I got a nice, annoying, <laughs> awful noise for it. <laughs> at least you have upside at the position. I know. Loading up on my wide receivers, hoping to find that next great. Um, uh, I, I like some of the quarterbacks, but, I mean, Malik Willis, not – who knows if he's ever going to be a starter. Desmond Ritter will probably start, but I'm not a huge fan of him. So, I know the two QB settings. I feel okay with Aaron Rodgers. And Kirk Cousins and Trey Lance to not have to dip into, you know, reach into a quarterback class. And I just don't love myself. So I was looking at receiver either way. And it might have been David Bell if, if Deshaun Watson was guaranteed to play this season or ever. But right now, who knows what that's all about. So I'm going Alec Pierce. Anybody want to roast me? Think I'm a moron? <laughs> no. Not yet. Uh, tunes, <laughs> why am I an idiot? Tell me why. Come on now. <laughs> well, I'm looking at David Bell not for this year, but for next year when that wide receiver core is even thinner. Wow. He's going to be the clear cut number one. Man. You take over Cooper, huh? He's only going to, he's, I don't think they're going to be able to hold on to him. Really? Didn't they? Mm-hmm. they Cooper got, they, they extended him, no? Or is he a free agent next year? I 
thought Cooper had like a, they extended him. Yeah, they extended, extended it. Yeah, but did you see the contract? Though? I don't no. think they're gonna. The, I don't think they're gonna be able to keep the money on them. They're gonna move them. All right, fair enough. I don't think so at all, but <laughs> we will see. Uh, Bell could be an interesting slot guy, though, especially if my my worry with the whole situation is if they avoid the contract and they get rid of Watson, then you've got this run heavy attack that no receivers are good in for the last two years anyways. Like why is David Bell suddenly going to buck that trend? I don't know about that. I like Matt Ryan. I like the reports of Alec Pierce wow. dominating in camp. I still hate that noise. Uh, but I, I feel like Alec Pierce, a lot of good tape on the guy, really explosive. To me, he's got a ton of upside and he's right away potentially producible. So we'll see. Maybe they can't get out of the deal. I thought they could get out of the Watson deal, like if if he gets suspended for a full. No, I don't think so. No, but no. So I just looked up. So Cooper has after this year only has a four point eight million dollar cap hit, and then twenty three and twenty four, he has twenty four million dollar cap hits back to back. Oh, yeah. So he'll be there. (laughs) Uh, Round two so far, though. Rashad White. In case you listen to the podcast, keep make sure everybody stays in. George Pickens, I love that pick from Toons. So, Toons, you do have some decent tra- draft capital here. We'll see if any of your picks pan out. But I like what you're, you did. Your team kind of tanked, and you just immediately sold it. And you're, you're racking up some picks here between Bell, London, Pickens. You might have yourself – you got to think at least one, maybe two of those three really pan out. So, not bad. You're getting the double thumbs up from Snowdeal. He likes the way you're rebuilding here. Um, I, 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 I agree, too. If you if you can hit big on one, two – you think about like a Jefferson. Once you have one or two of those guys – these horses at the wide receiver position these next few uh, years. I think it's a huge deal. But So well done, the rebuild process. I'll give you that, even though I don't love David Bell. And then after Bell, so when uh, Pierce, Spiller, Algier, who Jimbo went, I'm not a fan of Algier myself. Um, I, I just, I, yeah, I had volume available right away, but I think he's, I think he's trash as a player. I think he's going to get phased. He's kind of like a, a younger Mike Davis there, just going to get phased out early. Pierce, Bell, Willis, Ritter, Robinson, Zamir White rounds out the first round with Willis going to UCJ, the, the first quarterback off the board in a while. You think he takes over sooner than later, or what, what are you doing with Malik Willis there? Um, I Honestly, I just don't – I have my quarterback situation is just dead after Duck snake to it for me. <laughs> right, before, right before they got uh, – It's okay, Glenn, you did that. What was Why? the deal for Tua? It was well. First of all, it was, it was literally two days before Tyreek got traded there. Uh, I gave him the so last pick a, in the first round. He gave me a first, a first for Tua. I felt fine with it at the time. I gave him the one twelve. <laughs> Sky Moore for Tua, the two QB league, and maybe Sky Moore ends up being the Chiefs alpha for years to come. We'll find out. Um, we also rounded out with Jalen Tolbert. So Tunes four receivers in the first your first four picks. You just trying to load up and just hope for a, a Justin Jefferson Hail Mary type of thing, or what's your thought process here, Tunes? I just see the value of this draft as wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, after Walker, Pierce, and White, I don't see another running back I'm willing to take a chance on in the second. So, powered offense. Mm-hmm. Let's go with uh, Tolbert there at the end of the second. And a uh, wide receiver just went off the board that made a lot of people moan, too. Speaking of a – I'm with you, by the way. I think wide receiver is definitely the way to attack this 2022 class here. But a lot of moans with Wandale, myself internally moaning as well. I wish I, had, I was hoping he would fall to me. It sounds like there's no chance that was happening 
Anybody want to speak uh, highly on behalf of Wandale? I don't know who had the, the loudest moan there. <laughs> what do you think? That was, that was at the, 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 the duck moan. I thought I knew that moan. <laughs> I jumped up in the air and stomped around in my living room. <laughs> I was what trying you so pissed about missing out on one. Right when you picked him. Yeah. Oh, you were trying. Yeah, we haven't had any. It's tough doing the. I, I certainly can't make any deals when I'm trying to narrate this all. But, Doc, you were pissed to miss out on Wandale. Anything beyond just him being a Kentucky boy? Why do you love the guy? I think he's a better version of Kadarius Tony. And we saw what Kadarius Tony was able to do in small stretches for the Giants. Now that they actually have options to force safeties back, pull linebackers in or off of him, he's a more refined route runner. I think after a little bit of polish and learning the speed of the game, he's going to be what everybody thinks Kadarius Tony is. Plus. Interesting. I, I'm with you. You obviously have seen him play more than I have and more than most because you're a Kentucky fan again. But all the reports, too, out of camp so far, highlight days. And this is mandatory minicamp. It's still like shoulder. It's nothing you know, crazy. But every day they're saying he's the one making the highlight grabs, making plays over everybody. Zeno, did you get a hold of Zenos, by the way, CJ? Is he, is he here? <laughs> uh, no, I, I forgot to text him. Why did you not? I texted him earlier. He, I think he knows the beer, but I, I don't know. He doesn't have the green dot, so he's the tight end king today, man. Uh, too bad. I, I was, I was really hoping. Uh... Oh, so it says set player. It's manually set a player for pick. I, I got him. You got him. Punish I mean, him. Yeah, punish. Give, give exactly. Punish him. Give him like Matt Corral. He needs a quarterback, actually. So my guess is he'd want a quarterback here. Give him Corral. You got it. He, he does need a court. He literally starts Jameis Winston Damn. and Carson Wentz with no backups right now. No so. quarterback for us, Emery. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, no. it's a trick. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So we got sorry. Ritter snakes from us. <sighs> Had my heart ripped out of me uh, this draft. I really thought I'd be able to move. Yeah, Ritter almost fell to, fell to you guys there, Al Padrino, huh? Um, let me let me text Zenos and make sure he's can join in. But, uh, yeah, Wandale ripped your heart out. I, I mean, Corral here, I actually like Corral more than the other ones. I think he has more immediate usability. Um, so I didn't see that text, Emery. <laughs> what, <laughs> what he's like, text? Corral, if he's there. <laughs> oh, did, did you pass up on him? Oh, at L- No, L- no, at 3-9. I, I thought he was going to last that. You thought he was going to make it all the way back to that pick? I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Three nine. That would have been nice if you made it back, but I probably was thinking about scooping him here at three six. If not, Bailey's mm. happy. Um. So so far round three, Keontae Ingram, interesting pick. I wouldn't have hated it if if Daryl Williams wasn't there, but I feel like that's like your classic six round running back that just ends up being nothing, and and he might have had a shot this year to become something. I do like the fact that you know he, the one guy who's behind Robinson at, at Texas, like. Of course, he's going to not outplay him, but he had a pretty good career otherwise. But I just think that's a little bit of a reach. I, I would have preferred, technically, who CJ just went here, Tyrion Davis-Price. I, lo- I love. Honestly, I, I think he sucks, but that they're, <laughs> they're, 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 uh, they're, the board just kind of stinks right now. There's no one that I really C- love. CJ, why don't you like your team, man? Oh, I hate my team. CJ <laughs> hates everybody he takes. <laughs> I, I hate this draft. I wanted to get out of this draft. I, TDP is better year. than Trey Sermon, for what it's worth. Damn, I, was, I really thought Trey McBride might fall to me here at one uh, three six, which would have been just an absolute steal. But Kendall had to snipe him in class right now. Thank you, Kendall. 
paying great attention to to class, I'm sure. Fuck. Um, man. And I need a tight end too, so that would have been real nice. Oh, back to the drawing board. Well, anybody uh, want to sing McBride's praises while I relook at what I have to do here? The number one tight end in the draft, no doubt, right? I just wonder if the, who here, who here, like, what's Zamir White's role? I'm sitting here with Josh Jacobs, and you know, it's kind, of, it's an uncertain situation, but I don't feel threatened right now at this point about Josh Jacobs immediately. Well, they future. already, so like, they already said I? they're not picking up. They didn't pick up his option, so I think they're ready to move on from him. It seems. Yeah. Think committee back. Yep. Well, there's a lot of those nowadays. Correct. And does he still not have the talent? Say Josh Jacobs goes somewhere else. Does he not have the talent to be the primary back of a committee back there and still be very fantasy relevant? Zamir White, you're saying, or Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. I think he's talented, but I think he hates fantasy. The times he talks about (laughs) wanting to have a committee, like what back do you ever have say, like, I want a committee. Please give Kenyon Drake more touches. Like, I hate him. He's got I, no dog in him. Speaking of dog. got to ask Dynasty Jacobian about that one. Yeah, is he not a fan or is he a fan? <laughs> no, he's a he's a big fan. The dude has a Twitter, like, dedicated to Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Dynasty true. Twitter, dedicated to Josh Jacobs. And I'm going to have to check that out then, I think. Dynasty Jacobian. I'm, I'll, I'll plug him. I like him. He's a good guy. Good stuff. All right. Fair enough. Um I do like Zamir White, too. They're talking about him potentially being the back of the future. They, as you were saying, they didn't pick up the option on him. So I think that was a nice pick from Kendall there. Uh, I'm still fucking pissed about Trey McBride not falling to me. Ugh. Damn it. But I went Mechie. I'm not a diehard fan, but I have now with Williams, Pierce, and Mechie, like, I feel like I'm going to hit one of these receivers out of the park. Probably Williams. <laughs> but... I, I don't mind that that receiver core as well. Julianne Woods going right after. So two tight ends off the board so far. Uh, not a whole lot left here. Pretty pretty slim pickings pretty quick. Uh, any Anybody got like a, a pick that they love or hate right now that they want to either bash or praise? Oh, they're coming for me. I know it. <laughs> I do like nope. to, to, a lot of. A lot yeah. can happen. A lot can change for any team, but a lot can change for Seattle in a year. Like I don't, I don't like Kenneth Walker situation, but a lot can change in a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Duck has the worst pick of the draft right there with Kenneth Walker too. Well, <laughs> I needed running backs, and I wasn't going to count on being able to get Pierce. Yeah, apparently not, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think if if London is what I, I think he is, a lot of talented people out there, much more talented than me think he is. Think you're going to be uh, regretting that one? <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I'm. Not, I hope I don't. I, we both know I liked him. I praised him early on. Yeah, I guess it brings up that whole idea of drafting for need versus talent, and and where do you go in a dynasty league? Because obviously, you need, if you needed running backs, I certainly need running backs. And look at me, I've gone three wide receivers just because I think the talent was so much higher there at the position. I, I mean, does anybody have a strong opinion on? on need versus talent in particular with a dynasty league. I went that way because I'm the defending champ and I want to defend my title. True. I think it (laughs) depends on what you're looking at in your window. So in some rookie drafts, I sold my whole, like all my picks just to get one player because I knew that would help me try to win a championship immediately. And then another rookie class, I'd kept trading all of my middling 
like talent just to get first round picks. So I feel like it's just based on what you need. So Emory and I need running back. So we debated over Justin Ross or Haskins and in a run heavy offense, if Henry does go down, the odds of Haskins being fantasy relevant is way more significant than Justin Ross, a UDFA performing. So it's a fair point. And they really don't have who's, who's the next man up if it, if Henry goes down, which you saw last year, it's like Hilliard, <laughs> Dontrell <laughs> Hilliard, or, or Haskins, yes. probably Haskins, <laughs> Bruiser, Haskins. Michigan, right? Yeah, go blue, CJ. That's right. Ridiculous. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk about uh, D'Lo taking over for for Nat's team. We can we can hold off comments about what the state of Nets team was, but D'Lo got it. But it seems like uh, I don't know if D'Lo's I don't know if these picks are, are helping out a bunch for for having the the fourth, seventh, and uh, and thirteenth. I I keep looking at those. I keep looking at Jahan Dotson. I just that's that's an interesting one to me. I don't know if we're talking about that enough. I mean, was that a reach? Is everybody yeah. kind of thinking that was yeah, a reach? He, I mean, he traded. He traded the 101 for Olave and Dotson. Like, Brees Hall for Olave Dotson? Seemed great to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd take Brees Hall over Olave Dotson. But one of them pans out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm with you, though. I'm with you, Emery. I think, I think I'd rather have Brees Hall. Is that essentially what that trade amounted to? Huh? Uh, somebody got Friar Muth and somebody got Fant out of the deal. I can't remember who got what, but those were kind of, at the moment, those kind of seemed kind of even. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think Dotson 7's a reach. Even though I don't love Burks, the, the upside is there that Burks is the the linebacker size, Debo Samuel, that we've seen those comps. Whereas Dotson, like, could be just a good high-volume reception guy, but is he ever going to be a true, like, this guy you need to have as an anchor to your dynasty team? Probably not. Probably at best, like a nice serviceable wide receiver too, whereas Burks could just be that next guy. <laughs> Even though I don't love the, the, that case, if I'm sitting there at seven, I'm probably going for the upside there. I mean, is Dotson going to be, he's not going to overtake McLaurin, right? But if McLaurin, you know, doesn't get resigned, is he, is Dotson still going to be the, the bona fide one there? Or are they going to get somebody else? That's a good question. I mean, electrifying in camp. I wonder how how good he actually. He certainly was an alpha in, in college, right? Like, what was it thirty percent target share and hauled in the majority of it with horrible quarterback play. I mean, there is. I don't want to undersell Dotson either. Right. He's got, he's got some upside to him. Maybe I'm just thinking about situation too much. Yeah, he was definitely a college alpha. It's a matter of can he can that translate in the pros too? He's certainly gonna have a horrible quarterback throwing to him, so. You know, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Oh, excuse me, y'all. Oh, the final, uh, the final round here. I mean, the drafts go so quick. Yeah, they really do, huh? So Thornton, uh, what was he, like the fifth receiver off the board for the Pats? Some upside there for D'Lo <laughs> potentially? We'll see. <laughs> but it seems to me like a lot of people are not fans of D'Lo's draft, and I can't say I am either. I just- Keontae Ingram, I just, I feel like he's just gonna, he's gonna be replaced in one or two years. Yeah, I agree too. I think that was a terrible pick. I don't, I don't, I don't hate the, the Olave pick, obviously, but and and Dotson too. But if your team sucks that bad, wouldn't you want like a horse for your next ten years? 
Do you think Ingram's going to be that? No, no. I'm no. saying how he could have had um, – Oh, Brees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I it depends, agree, right? It depends on if it's if you think it's – if you think you, you're one draft away maybe. But, like, if you think it's a multi-year thing, like it might be um, yeah. with Dilo's team, then, you know, I could see wait until – you know, you kind of want your – I feel like you kind of want your running backs, your your workhorse running backs to be, kind of be last before you're making your claim as a contender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true because the, the window on receivers is, is typically a whole lot wider and longer. You, you usually get a longer longevity – longer longevity out of yeah. the wide receivers. Yeah, uh, if you still got kind of a mediocre team and you're – but you're getting, you know, these workhorse backs – that's really just – if you're going to be a middling team, that's really just hurting your draft capital. And but then I think you, you haven't pick, really – You call yeah. and you trade him. What's that? I feel, like that? You, I feel like you had to take Hall. I don't think – I if I took over his team, which I was considering jumping off Emory's bandwagon <laughs> and taking over for the truth when he said he didn't want to be in here. But when you have 1-1 one, one in a draft like this, I don't think you deal it, like no matter what you get. I wouldn't have done it if I got Burks in Olave. Yeah, could have gotten more probably. Lots <laughs> yeah. of lobby. I think we could all agree on that. Yeah, but there is like yeah. the he he is playing for the Jets too. It's like is is Hall a complete lock? I, I think everyone's locked him into one hundred and one, so we all assume he's just this next great workhorse, athletic freak. Yes, can he catch the ball? Absolutely. They have a solid line there in New York. They're you know, but he might be strapped to Zach Wilson for three of his years. That's what that's what scares me about Wilson. I don't like Wilson anymore. I, I love the talent, like but I decide no, no, Gary Wilson. It oh, just exactly. scares me. I feel like that. I don't know. Right. Like, I just don't buy Zach Wilson at all. I never did. I just as good like DJ Moore is a perfect case. A great wide receiver who just had a horrendous quarterback play that he's never been worth his dynasty value. Maybe long term he someday will be, but ugh, to me, I, I don't know about that. So yeah, I, that? I don't know if Brees Hall's like the lock everyone's making him wow. up to. All righty. I'm pumped for uh, my my fourth rounder here because I was potentially going to go with this guy in round three, and he's still here, and that's Pierre Strong, the oh, next potential James White again. for the Pats. <laughs> Kevin Harris. Yeah. I love it. I love uh, Pierre Strong. I think Harris is on his way out. They might ride him one more year. But Pierre Strong has the most three-down upside. They're already talking about him for the James White role. Um, I, I think him in round four any day. I, like I said, I almost went him in round round three, but Mechie just was too talented, in my opinion, to to pass up. Even if I got him and Williams, I got all the, the Alabama boys on the the mend here. But I think long term, I'm gonna start gearing up for a big 2023 run. I think this is what I'm gonna be looking at uh, with this team. But I love I love Pierre Strong. You were pissed, CJ? Is that who you were eyeing? Yeah, I thought I thought it'd be able to fall to me. The exact same thing you just said. Um, James White will probably start off on pop this year, and if he can make plays in the preseason, and they always if he doesn't fumble the ball or anything, then there's a good chance he'll play a lot next year. You could say he has strong hands. <laughs> he does. <laughs> with that, we're out of here. <laughs> that was the worst joke of the day. And and the few live viewers we had have quickly evaporated, folks. <laughs> oh man! But as you're, if you are still here somehow, enjoying this this train wreck, please do give us that thumbs up. Help us get out to more people as we wrap up the draft here. Round four has gone: Thornton, Shakir, 
uh, which, I, by the way, I think that's a nice pick there, Emery. Uh, Vilas Jones, which I also really I, – I really like this fourth round actually quite more than the, the third round. I like Otten with, with Gronk's retirement there, Tunes. Uh, bad, you know, there's definitely some volume up for grabs in Baltimore if they are going to bring around bring um, Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards around slowly, like they've said. So that could be a good one. As I've already sucked off Pierre Strong, I, I clearly think that's a good one. Calvin Austin, now it's getting a little ugly here towards the tail end, but I, I almost like all of those first five, six picks of the fourth better than the last five or six picks of the of the third. Am I nuts? <laughs> no, there's more no. upside here. <laughs> yeah, there's more upside. Like, I don't know with the with Calvin Austin, I don't love the player, but I just trust Pittsburgh with what they do with receivers. It's fair. Like, <laughs> they hit on basically every receiver they draft, so. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Not the worst dice roll at the end of the, end no. of the draft. Tunes, what about Vilas Jones? You know, the the 29-year-old coming out of college. However, <laughs> he's 43. That means he's uh, in his prime. Yeah, <laughs> right? Gearing up for a big prime run. But what are, what are your thoughts with him? I actually love Vilas Jones. I know I'm shitting on him right now, but I really like him. What, what are your thoughts? He just looks like a tough receiver in a receiving core that has Mooney, and that's about it. So there's plenty of targets to go around. Hopefully Fields takes a step up. I have Fields, so there's a stack possibility there if he does step mm-hmm. in. And it's a fourth round. It's it's dart throws at this point. <clears throat> I think in usability terms, I, I love him in redraft. He's like by my last round best ball pick in almost every single draft I've done unless he somehow goes before me. I, they're talking about him lining up all over the backfield already. They're, they're teaching him two positions. Like you just love that type of usage. They referenced Debo Samuel when they drafted him and they're kind of Doing that in practice, I think Vilas Jones. Yes, he's the Dice community loves to shit on him because of how old he is coming out, and, and that's fair. You might have a, a long, you know, less time here, but wasn't he the same age as Cooper Cup when he came out? I'm not saying he's going to be Cooper Cup, but like that stuff just is, people overrate that stuff, in my opinion, like to the the nth degree. I, I really think Vilas Jones in the, in the fourth round is if if he had fallen to me instead of Pierre Strong, I would have gone him too. He was the next guy I had queue up. So yeah, I, I like that pick as well. Uh, why don't we go down? I think we're kind of, is this over? Is this the last pick here? Uh, yeah, we wrapped it. up. Um, so Gray going to San Francisco. So we have wrapped up that fourth round with Dolchik's. I, I like that pick by tailback. That's my, my third tight end, although Otten might be leaping over him. Bellinger, maybe the next Evan Ingram. Uh, or not Evan Ingram, they, uh, Dawson Knox, rather, for Dable over there at the Giants. You got the Chiefs backfield potentially for, for Kendall. Why not take a stab at a, a running back there? Well, McKinnon coming there makes it even more crowded and gross. And then Gray, I guess it's just a bet on Shanahan. Uh, why don't Why don't you guys think of your favorite pick of the draft and your least favorite pick of the draft? And if you want to give reasons why, you can. But if you just want to shout out the picks, that's also fine as well. I'm just going to go left to right. or uh, Yeah, so starting with me. And then we'll move down the line. So Dane, you'll be next. If you guys can see the kind of bar down there. Uh, my least favorite, again, I, I really don't like passing up on Drake London. Even if you had the team need, guess duck, it is true. You're a contender and you, you think you're not running back away. I, I get it. But I think passing on London is going to uh, come back and, and make you regret it. So I, I don't love that one. And of course, you're going to sit back and be the champ next year and laugh in my face when we uh, replay that. Uh, in terms of my favorite pick, Ah, I it's it's tricky, but I do I think Wandale where he fell is a really nice one. I, I got to shout out Trey McBride though there mid round three. Like I I was 
foaming at the mouth ready for him. I know we got Evan Ertz to Evan Ertz, Zach Ertz to beat uh, this year, but man, to potentially be you know the Kyler Murray tight end one. They Zach Ertz had the fourth most targets in the league last year. I think he's truly a special player. I think that's a guy that like maybe down the road is top five year in and year out and redraft for tight ends that felt around three for Kendall. I, I was very excited at the prospect of him coming to my team at six. So that, that really hurt. I like the Trey McBride pick a lot. So that's my least favorite's Kenneth Walker at two. My favorite's uh, Trey McBride at that mid round three right there. What do you think, Dane? Favorite, least favorite? Um, Least favorites. I, yeah, I don't know how much I, I trust Tyler Algier. Um, so I don't know if that was more of a of a, of a situation of kind of kind of need more than best player available for Jimbo there, um, but my favorite pick is probably still Jimbo unless there's some bad news that came out about Justin Ross recently. I mean, that could, that could be the steal, right? If he if he gets back to full health, we're we're talking about Drake London here, but I mean, Justin Ross was being talked about. I mean, how high was? Justin Ross talked about being drafted in the NFL draft before his injury problems. Right. He outperformed T Higgins as a rookie. <laughs> so, or as a freshman rather. So yeah, I, I, I get that. And he gets Mahomes too. So there's a ton of upside there at that pick. Yeah. yeah. Am I, am I ignorant or something here? Or like, uh, I feel like he could have even gone earlier and it still would have been justified. I get that. It's a tough injury to bounce back from, I guess, is the counter there. Like we have, he hasn't shown that form in a couple of years, but if he returns to it, sure. I, I get I mean, that. Other than like, so we got Juan Dale and, and Trey McBride with third round. We're starting to do some do some dart throws. So I think feel like he could have went. Justin Ross could have went earlier. Would have been uh, totally understandable. Intrigue. What about you, Snow Deal? Who's your favorite? Least favorite? Uh, least favorite. Um, looking at this board, probably Dotson at seven. Um, I think that's a little bit of a reach. I see him usually going back into the like one twelve usually. And uh, favorite pick, especially like, with Burks on the board too. I know that's your, your guy. So yeah, on Burks. I wasn't even thinking about that. I just think that's early, and I'd say my favorite picks probably Wandale at three two. Yeah, some nice upside. Good value, nice upside. Ducks boy, <laughs> just right. rubbing in the pain for Duck too. Nothing, oh, nothing better. That's just a great benefit to any pick, is if it, if it gets you the duck moan. <laughs> that was, that was I, quite I the wish moan, I was so. on camera. <laughs> up, up in the air and just stomp around. We'll have to we'll have to see if we can CJ zoom in on like Duck's face and just capture that <laughs> moment right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely screen cap that tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Uh-oh. Dudes, how about you, man? Favorite pick, least favorite pick? What are your thoughts? Uh, least favorite, I probably have to go with Dotson too. I saw him as a end of the first, maybe even beginning of the second. I think it was a little bit of a reach. Um, probably my favorite is Mechie, just because of how the coaches really just talk him up as a pro already. That definitely goes a long way in the locker room. And that's a team that, again, doesn't have much at receiver. So he could immediately step in, even if he's coming into the season late, and get some targets. I'm glad you and in the third round. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. CJ, least favorite, favorite. Um, I mean, there's honestly nothing that's that egregious, I don't think. But um, like little things like Garrett Wilson going above Jamison Williams, I think that could be a mistake down the road. Um, 
maybe myself because I don't have a second quarterback going Willis over Ritter because I feel like Ritter has a chance to actually start sooner than Willis does. And probably for my favorite picks, I love Rashad White in Tampa. I just he's so such a good pass catcher, and I just feel like there's no one else in that backfield besides Fournette who can catch the ball or do anything really. So especially with Ronald Jones gone, perfect. I, I do. I think Rashad White we didn't talk about enough because because like all those reasons you mentioned and all the, the running back coaches are shitting on Fournette saying he was horrible his routes or whatever and then yeah. shows up fat out, out of shape to camp. You know it's all ugly hype that I'm sure will go whatever and he's going to be fine. But I see that for sure. He could be an absolute if he becomes Tom Brady's next James White. Doesn't typically happen for rookie running backs, but man, he'd be an absolute steal. I loved your analysis too of Ritter over Willis, like. If you didn't have the QB need, Willis definitely has the higher ceiling, but Ritter might start from day one, depending how camp goes. So you could have got like an immediate. Yeah, I was, as I was making that pick, I was trying to go going between back and forth and probably pick the wrong one, but it's all right. Hey, we'll find <laughs> out. We'll find out. What about you, Emery? Favorite pick, least favorite pick? Uh, my favorite pick is definitely Mechie at 3-6. Uh, he, nice. like, uh, like Toon said, he's uh already a pretty skilled receiver. He was incredible at Alabama and Alabama does it right with uh, their receivers. They always come out uh, pro ready at least. Um, my least favorite probably would be taking Wilson um, at 105 over Jamison Burks. I mean, even Pickens and Pierce. Pierce would never go in the first round, but I like all those guys better than Garrett Wilson just because he's on the Jets. Uh, not a the, the Wilson-Wilson combo I have – very uh very little hope or in you know those two guys together probably mm. won't do much not a big zach wilson guy me neither no. <laughs> i'm with you too jets fucking suck oh yeah <laughs> so anyway and that's why he's got bruce hall's like yeah 101 <laughs> even though ducks now that chase saying i changed my favorite all the pick to breeze sure but uh i don't know jets are jets until until otherwise the jets <laughs> are the fucking jets i don't want anything to do with them. so i feel you there Duck, the moaner himself, the parting <laughs> of dust and the moaning of just severe pain over there. What what do we got, Duck? Least favorite, favorite pick. And the defending champ who had the, the team of the draft. Why don't you tell us that as well? Uh, team of the draft was Toons. He maximized on his value Agreed. just absolutely brilliantly. I was over here just cussing him out in my mind and applauding him at the same time. The mark of a good draft. <clears throat> Yeah, so what did you know about it? Let's see. So Toons, I'm going to click on his name. We got Drake, London, Pickens, Pierce, Bell, Tolbert, Velas Jones, and Otten. Yeah, I mean, he went in with a lot of draft capital. <laughs> you, you're yeah. thinking he maximized it. What did you like about it? Uh, he, well, he obviously was wise enough to take what I handed him out of <laughs> pure desperation with Drake, London. But he took George Pickens, who literally has – about as much upside as anybody in this draft. He's yeah. a very, very talented receiver. We know how I feel about Pierce. <sighs> yeah. Where's his name at? I, it, went, it disappeared on me. Tunes is going to be training some training yeah. some wide receivers this year. Mm -hmm. He's got some Velas, assets. Velas Jones, I, I watched him break my cat's heart right literally in front of my face. <laughs> I had season tickets, and, well, I had to witness – to that horrible Tennessee team beat us somehow. Vilas Jones balled out in that game. Yeah, he's got he's got a really really good squad here. I think that's how you do a rebuild. Like this is you know you take that <laughs> five separate stabs on receivers 
hoping you get one, maybe even two that just become long-term, like 10 year, just stalwarts on your team. I think at least two of these guys, like Drake, Drake London and Pickens both could, could be it right there. Mm-hmm. And then if Pierce does end up being a future back, I mean, that's, that's how you do a rebuild after a tough, one of the worst, you drafted acres. What? And then like two days later, he tore his Achilles last year. Next like, that's day. How you recover. <laughs> Next day. The next day, not even two days. Yeah, you didn't have even two days to enjoy it. And again, oh, a lot of situations can change in a year. Houston situation could could change in a year. You know, if yeah. you just they somehow bring in a, I don't know, a, a top flight quarterback or something. You know what? Who knows? You know, especially this past off season with how much changed. So absolutely. Do I still get to crap on the worst pick and offer the of best? Of course, pick? you gave us your team of the draft. Let's hear your best pick and worst picks. Worst picks trailing Burks. Hands down. I mean, <laughs> even he's still that, seven. Let's hear it. He still hasn't even been able to see the field yet. He's not building any rapport with Tannehill, who's been looking more towards Hooper. And that, if that tells you anything, then that just tells you uh, how valuable those early reps are. I think the, uh, I think you could have easily went Christian Watson and Sky Moore over him. More upside than Burks. Burks may have a path to a safer year one, but. Year two, I think that's a huge mistake. And the pick of the draft, I thought, was Justin Ross. Mm. The only reason he was a UDFA is there were questions about his physicals, whether he was going to pass after that neck injury he took at Clemson. Before then, he was just an absolute beast. He was a locked and loaded first-round pick that was soaring. He was outplaying T. Higgins, and now he's with Mahomes and already starting to flash early. He could easily supplant Juju, work alongside Juju, I, I think Justin Ross is the steal. Intriguing. Intriguing. It's, it's an interesting point, too. Like, work alongside Juju. Sky Moore and Juju seem more like competing type of forces. Whereas if Ross pans out, he, you know, he's that alpha. He's the one that can fill that outside role. So there is a ceiling there. But we're, I, we're acting like this guy's a sure thing after a couple of years now have gone by where you haven't seen him regain that, that beating out T. Higgins form, which could mm-hmm. he ever? Maybe. But yeah. yeah. It's where where he went. I, I get the upside. Yeah, three ten. That's that's gravy. That's that's worth the uh, the stab there for sure. All right, gentlemen. Anybody have a, a final last word before we kick it off? Yes, snow deal. Let's hear it. <laughs> Fuck duck. Man, he's calling me a racist in the chat because I'm Higby. I went to college with Tyler Higby. How Higby's a racist? I don't disagree. But that doesn't he mean said ISIS these nuts to a guy. I don't play that uh, cancel culture crap. That's a bunch of BS. He beat oh, up boy. a dude. <laughs> we better hang this thing up before it gets too off the rails, boys. Oh, <laughs> oh, Burks, Burks wide receiver one. Duck's going to – all his players are going to get injured. Deal. Well, it wouldn't Fuck be the first that. time that's happened to me. Uh, um, Toons is one in the chip. That's right. That it is a, if there's any takeaway, if, especially if you're all still with us here, please again consider that thumbs up button. But also, if there's any good takeaway, I think Tunes showed you know, this is how you do a rebuild sell, sell, get a bunch of picks, and just you know, maybe they pan out, maybe they don't. But I think the stabs you took definitely, whether it's inside the Cowboys offense, whether it's Pickens and the Steelers evaluation, whether it's Drake London, again, an absolute gift there. Tunes, who would you have gone if you weren't gifted, uh, you know? Ken, uh, Drake London at three. Who are you looking at? Walker. Ken, you were going to go Walker at three? Okay. That's yep. intriguing, too. Intriguing. But, uh, yeah, I, I get it. I, I like it all. Well, good stuff. I do think Fuck Duck is a perfect way to sign off here. So, 
Talk, and at RosaryJournal.com. We've been feeding fancy world. Check out all our content. Rookie rankings will be updated post-draft as well. I'm sure we'll be writing up. I, I hope the boys want to jump in that third draft article we did roasted. So I think we got to do a follow-up to that draft uh, and talk about who we went, why we went them, because that was a mock draft. Now we got the real thing here. So, boys, we'll figure out some good content. Again, you'll find that at RosaryJournal.com. You'll find me at Roto Street Wolf and all these other boys across Twitter. Thanks again, gentlemen. This was a blast having our first ever rookie draft. Hopefully you found it educational out there for you folks. And until next time, the world full of fans of sheep, be the wolf. Later, guys. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go. But at least we stole the show. 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 Old-fashioned football right there, folks.